funny, isn't it, son? I keep playing. I don't think the heavy stuff's gonna come down for quite a while. song just felt right you know it did feel right hey paul hey john how's things buddy oh they're things they're doing great i hope they're doing great welcome everybody episode 13 missing fairways we've made it through 13 episodes lucky number 13 we've also made it through several rounds of golf in 100 plus degree weather yeah it's been it's been ridiculous um but uh, th- this week we got a couple of things we got to talk about we're talking about some stuff we got to get we got to get to your fun fact of the week because we didn't get to it last week um, and, uh, we definitely have to, we definitely have to talk a little bit about live because of course it's going to happen every, every fucking week until live becomes the the best or no more. <laughs> yeah. I feel it's, it's just a bad reality TV show at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's out of this world. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about why, and there's only really one reason why I hate your fucking golf balls. <laughs> um, I thought that would be. I would just fucking throw that in there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, definitely, like I said, fun fact of the week. And then we're going to talk about taking a little time off, too. And a course review. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, that's right. I always forget. My favorite course right now, yeah. actually. So Terrible website. <laughs> I know. It would, it would fucking blow your mind. But I know. I get it. Um, but, yeah, let's, let's dive right into Liv. Liv. So, update for you folks. Uh, Taylor Gooch and two other players put in for a temporary restraining order to for the right to speedy trial to play in the FedEx Cup. Now, most of the players have resigned at this point. Uh, these three didn't resign, so like we want to come in and play. So you and I talked about the other day, like all the players are on tour that are like, "Fuck you guys." We're all like, yeah. we're like, it, it seems like for the most part, because most of the players that were outspoken saying, "Oh, people that going to live are just greedy and this and that," have all gone to live. <laughs> have so, all gone to live, right? Yeah. So. Now it's now the players that didn't go are like, fuck you guys. You already signed over there. You're making all your money. Now you want to fucking come back and try yeah. to take ours? And like, if you guys are listening to this going, I don't know of one person that said if you go to Pat Perez. Pat yeah. Perez, Brooks Kepka, Brooks Kepka, Bryson, Dustin Johnson. I ple- He fucking in December, like, I pledge my allegiance to the flag of the PGA Tour. Like, that's like they right. all came out and made these fucking They're statements. They're all there for the money. Right. Fuck you if you, if, at this point in the game, don't let's not sugarcoat it. Like, we're not stupid. Yeah, right. We're not fucking stupid. You're not changing the game of golf. You're not doing anything. You're not changing the game of golf with this world of woke culture 
and a backer that has Saudi oil money that has been known to be horrifyingly terrible people. Right. You're just you're not. You're not. No. Okay. So don't just keep don't your fucking start. mouth shut. Right. Just take stay, the money and run. Right. Stay in your lane and that's it. Right. right off in it, it, the only thing that they could do is just ride off into the sunset. Right. Just take the money and run. That's and it. maybe we'll support it, maybe we won't. But at right. the end of the day, that check cashes and you still have that island in Barbados that you always dreamed of. Right. Right. Like there's there's no point to try like the whole thing was like ah you know, he left because he doesn't care about his legacy. He just cares about the money. Right. Why the fuck now are you trying, like, the only legacy that you're leaving now is just a fucking slap in everybody else's face by saying, like, like these guys are friends with the guys on tour. So right. you got $100 million. You're like, ah. I don't, well, so in the court um, in the court uh, proceedings, uh, the players and Liv, they argue that uh, the players are missing out and playing in prestigious events as well as the purses. But the irony was that Liv, the lawyers, said earlier in the uh, hearing um, that they play, they paid the players handsomely to compensate for their losses by not playing in the PGA Tour, and that's why it was okay for them to leave because of that. So then the judge was like, well, what the fuck? If you paid them handsomely, what the fuck? Fuck! Are you coming back? Right. Why are they coming back? You've already. So she said, like, it seems like the like, ver, like almost verbatim was like they seems like these guys had benefited from by going to live golf, like, and their contracts justified the losses that they would take from missing. Like, you're not winning the FedEx Cup and making, you know, fifty million dollars, let alone right. 100, 200 So Liv's argument is basically like, we knew you were gonna. This was gonna cause some pain and suffering. So here's here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you a little bit more money. And now they're just putting on a show to make the players feel right. like they're going to bat right. for them. Right, exactly. Yeah. So uh, it's it's starting to get hairy, just like we thought it would. Um, here here we are. Yeah, and uh, I thought this was a good thing that they put in that this was, I forget the, what outlet had it, but the lawyer said that the players could not have risked waiting till after the playoffs to sign with Liv, as they could have lost their spots. But... You know, here we are talking about Cam Smith, but also like if like if someone big wanted to go to live, like they're gonna make a spot. Like they've already kicked off like twelve fucking no name people yeah. to let in your Pat Perez's, your Bubba Watson's going, like all these guys. Like they've kicked people off. Like it's not like they were gonna fucking lose their spot except for like a couple no name guys from right. tour. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, uh, I guess talking about Cam Smith, uh, it's rumored. It's been said that it's all but done he hasn't said a word yeah um that he got a hundred million bucks to go to live and he's uh the 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 general consensus is is that he's gonna make some sort of announcement after the fedex cup yeah i'm gonna look up what his overall world ranking is right now because he's number two is he yeah so i put a note in there like for a number two player in the world Hundred thousand dollars or hundred million dollars, like doesn't like Bryson said he got a four year contract at hundred and fifty mil. But like Bryson's done. Bryson hasn't done shit in forever. Right. He has YouTube and he has an estranged cult following in some kind of way, but like Cam Smith is on the up and up. Like if anything, you're getting the number two player in the world. It makes me wonder if maybe now that he knows I ain't ever going to be able to go back to PGA, or it's going to be a lengthy suspension before I could go back. I right. wonder if his contract is shorter, because for him being like twenty-five years old, I'd like to look. I'd like to look at one of these contracts and see what the what. There's got to be 
there's no fucking way that they're just getting a hundred million dollars guaranteed for two years, three years, five years, whatever it might be. Yeah. There's gotta be there's gotta be some sort of loophole. Hey man, you get injured, you don't get paid. Well you I, get I, this, you don't get paid. I did read that apparently how they're apart and I, I I I'm pretty sure this was came out in the courts was that um the money that they make during the events for some of them is then taken out of their contract. So if you win 1.5 million because you won this event, you, that's they'll give you that 1.5 million, but that's extracted from your overall contract of how you're going to how much you're going to make. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so you I don't know, know, I don't know the validity of that. I'm pretty sure that where I read it from on the Twitter space um was that that was came out in the court proceedings. So it's more or less a like we'll just say a hundred million dollar guaranteed in one way or the other. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I mean uh, that that kind of makes sense. Yeah. You know, I, I I'm I would like I said I would love to see like a leak of their contracts. Yeah. You know what I mean? That would that would that would really clear the air for me on 100%. a couple percent. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I I I find it hard to believe that they're just getting paid a hundred million dollars, no strings attached. Yeah. But. It's from what I've been hearing. Also, I, I read a lot on Reddit. Yeah. About about uh, our golf. Um, is I know it's very fucking very fucking unoriginal. <laughs> yeah. but, um, it's they're saying that there's a lot of possibilities behind this. Like, meaning they're talking about a hundred million dollars, like you said, in earnings and potential uh, sponsorship deals and things like that. They're not like I don't think they're writing a check to him for a hundred million dollars. Right. Again, I don't think it's working like that. Yeah. It's just weird to me because golf isn't as popular as a lot of things. I mean, it's it's not nobody first of all, a lot of people argue that it's not even a fucking sport. Right. You know what I mean? Whether or not you believe it is, right, is besides the fact, but a lot of people are like, no. Like a sport is you know uh one guy playing and trying to apply his craft while another guy tries to stop him right you know that's that's essentially what a sport is like right. the, like they you know, the loose definition of it right right they're saying that this is a game of skill and i'm like oh, that's that's a really that's a really difficult thing to put over don't you think like it is because like there is athleticism involved like you still have to yeah. be able to swing, and it's like, you know, anybody can have a bad day. But I mean, most of these guys, they they have a new swing every five years because something stops working, and they have to start that over again. And then plus the whole mental thing, like, look at Simone Biles being a gymnast, like, and and all the mental things that she went through and stuff like that. Like, then you can say, all right, well, that's not a sport because you're not going head to head with somebody. You're trying to just right. beat yourself. So is being an Olympic Olympic gymnast not a sport? Like that's all you got. They're probably some of the most athletic fucking people on this planet. No, yeah, you know? I, I totally agree with you. So just as a just as a a buffer zone here. Yeah. Um, LeBron James. Right. Okay. His 2018 LeBron James. LeBron James LeBron. <laughs> his 2018 to 2021 four year deal was for 38 million dollars. That's average salary. Okay. He's a 153 million dollar basketball player right uh guaranteed at signing as 153 million dollars so he's guaranteed 153 mil right that's for four years and he's considered 
one of the best basketball players that's ever lived. Right. For four years. Right. You say LeBron James in a room full of young people, old people, and fucking everybody in between, everybody's going to go, I know fucking LeBron James. Yeah. Right? Say Cam Smith, Bubba Watson, or fucking <laughs> even Bryson DeChambeau in a room full of young people, old people, and maybe of, of every of, of every race, color, ethnicity. Yeah. Exactly. Globally recognized athlete. Yeah. There's... So there's got to be a fucking catch here, yeah. right? That's a very good point. I didn't think about that. Name ten, name five NASCAR drivers that currently drive NASCAR right now. <sighs> I, missed, I missed Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> right, yeah, like Dale. I would have said Dale Earnhardt like, Jr., but I'm like, fuck. I think he retired. He did retire. Right, <laughs> like I don't know any. Like I, I, I know of none. Yeah, and they're 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 not getting paid this amount of money. Yeah, you know? they did. Re- I think I forgot how much it was. Um. They did come out and say how much the uh, the PGA Tour made in earnings last year, and it's not that it's pretty much the price of uh, the total is like the same amount as to what Liv has out in their like major. Oh, contracts. I did see that. It was like four hundred and fifty million or something. I, th- or I think it maybe was like four point something billion. Maybe yeah. May- I, I don't. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I can't count that high. But uh, let me let me sh- let me tell you guys something. Kyle Busch is the top paid NASCAR driver. Damn, I can't believe he's still racing. And he owns and he earns sixteen point nine a year. Yeah. So, just just to kind of put that in perspective, you're paying somebody fucking. He's we'll we'll round we'll round him up to twenty million a year just to be yeah. nice. So NASCAR would be paying him somewhere in the area of eighty million dollars for a five year or a four year deal. Right. Close to eighty million dollars for a four-year deal, actually, or a five-year deal. I'm sorry, um, but you're paying Cam Smith a hundred million dollars for a, 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 an undisclosed amount of time, because we don't know yet. Right. So what I'm trying to say is, is that there's there's definitely something, yeah, going on. Yeah. Um, but anyway, moving on from that, the thing about live is, is that I still don't think that it's sustainable i don't either everybody be treating everybody gotta calm down dude like everybody be treating camp smith mean yeah so we were talking earlier uh in case you folks didn't see today is thursday august 11th today uh, uh cam smith was hunkered down squatted down holding his club looking looking like the fucking 24 year old 25 year old kid <laughs> that he is he was reading his putt he was reading the green my man fucking scotty Scheffler might as well be captain america on yep. right that motherfucker right in his line. Yep. And Cam Smith looking at him all like starry-eyed dice like I'm number two, you're number one. <laughs> and it was just it was a it was basically a fuck you. Yeah. It was essentially a fuck you. Like you shouldn't be here. Like if you want to fucking go, you go. Why, you know, you're sitting here potentially taking my spot or potentially you know, because there's there's big gaps in prices or purses for first, second, third, fourth, whatever. You know, and the other thing like Bubba Watson resigned because you know he's not going to play in the FedEx Club. So now someone from the Corn Ferry Tour can come up and potentially get their tour card, make some money, have their career start. So he did yeah. the right thing. There was a bunch of pressure on Twitter, and he's like, "No, like I resigned." And the people are like, "Oh, we didn't know that." He's like, "Yeah, no, I resigned. Like I'm done with the PGA. I've, I'm I'm not going to win anymore. I've won my majors and stuff." And then everyone's like, "Well, PGA, what the fuck? Why aren't you announcing like the right. like, spot should be opening up?" So these guys. A Scheffler, and then they're probably like, "Yeah, like you should fucking go too," 
you're going to get your purse. You're going to make your money. Let somebody else who wants to fucking be here. Right. You know, because Cam Smith coming out of fucking Australia, if he didn't have an opportunity, he wouldn't be here. And it's not like there's a fuck ton of opportunities in golf. Like, it's a grind to get to become a pro. So with the PGA, it's not. It's not the same as like the NFL, like where Tom Brady can sign a two year deal, then retire and then come back and sign a new deal with somebody. Right. This is you're talking about like when when they do that, they have to basically start over. Right. Yeah. I think that you have um, you can if you resign from the PGA, you're still technically eligible to play in majors since they're not PGA tour sure. events. Um, but, yeah, I'm pretty sure like once you resign. You're done. You're pretty much done. Right. The spot opens up. We could be completely wrong and ignorant, but no. At that moment, yes. Once you resign, then yeah, like that. Now, right. there, now there is not you know 150 people. Right. You can't just be like oh, I was just kidding and then get back in. Right. So that you're right. It's going to open up some eyes for you know younger players to come in, and they really need to fucking start marketing some of these people. Yeah. It's almost you like ha- you had Cam Smith. Right. You had him. It's like uh, like these champions tours, like the you know like the fifty five and older kind of thing. Like that's like almost like like live is the the guys that were there and have been there, but like probably not <laughs> win much more right. again. But still have a recognizable but still, name, right? And then you go and make your money. But someone like Cam Smith, you know, the sponsorships, the things like that. Like he's sponsored by Titleist. Like I'm. I'm sure that it's not as much money as we think that he's getting for that. But, you know, at 25, man, like, you could potentially, like, you know, like we were talking about, like, the XFL. Like, this league could just cease to fucking exist. And I'm sure that there's, you know, some clause in there for guaranteed money to them and blah, blah, blah. But, like. Yeah, but they're Saudi oil. Like, they're 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 not good people. No. Like, they don't. They don't like, what are you going to do if they don't pay? This it's almost like the equivalent that like you've worked your whole life to have your business and then I take that away from you and like you go somewhere else and then it's like because you thought the grass was greener and then now you can't go back to owning your own like it's almost like you yeah. can go from owning your own business like because you own yourself on the PGA tour pretty much to going there and apparently they're from what uh the judge was saying in court that Liv has more restrictions than the PGA does. And now, like, you can never go back to owning your own business again. Like, you always have to yeah. have to squeak by. But you still have that lump sum of money, but you can never be – you can no longer be 36 years old owning your own company. You know, like, you're yeah. just kind of back groveling for whatever because that choice didn't pan out. And there's, like, a re- – I mean, like we said, like, it's a really, really, really good possibility that that could be the case. Yeah, right. And, and it, it's it's actually crazy because I think, in a way – I look at Cam Smith and go, I would, I, if I were 23 years old or whatever he is, 20, whatever, I would chase the money. Right. But if I'm Scotty Scheffler, I'm going, I'm the best golfer in the world, number one on the PGA. Like, this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And, like, and that's, that's not what, about the money. And I, it's funny that, like, he, he gets that. And, like, the money will come and things will come. And, you know, a lot of these pro golfers, they go on the Champions Tour. They design golf courses. Like Justin Thomas is designing golf courses now, and he's working yeah. with people. Like, there's all those opportunities to do all these things are no longer there. Now, maybe Cam Smith, you know, he's like, oh, I'm fucking from Australia. Like, I'm over this. But yeah. I don't believe that's necessarily true. Like, he's a fucking fisherman in Florida, and, you know, 10 months out of the year. It yeah, it doesn't make it just doesn't seem like you're just like potentially pissing away your whole future, 
end is a hundred million over however many years, is that gonna really be able to sustain you? Like, what if things get worse and Titleist drops you? You lose your sponsors. You got to pay for your own clothes. He's gonna yeah. lose his sponsors. Yeah, surprisingly, like nobody except for Dustin Johnson has lost their fucking sponsors. That I don't think Titleist will stick around. There's no fucking way. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Um, pretty sure Taylor Gooch is a Titleist guy. Like Taylormade's fucking stuck by everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think at that point, but like they're they're no longer like you're not seeing Dustin Johnson on TaylorMade's ads, you know, like that's yeah. like like they they're posting Scotty Scheffler, you know, like sure, it's, of course they are, it's you know, and Cam Smith's been all over Titleist, like they they won't post him anymore after just because I'm sure they have a contract with fucking PGA too, yeah, you know, this shit's fucking silly. Man. It is. It's like at this point, it's almost like. You know, it's 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 actually come full circle that it's like, you know, you want to chase that money and you chase the money. And now we're all like, oh, I don't know, man, this might not work out so well. You just like that's one of the the one things where you're not guaranteed to get paid because no. I'm going to tell you right now, no matter what lawyer you had look over that fucking document, they can just piss on that document in front of you and be like, we're not paying you. Yeah, they'll blow you up. And then or, not even that they, you, you could sue them. Right. You could sue them, and they'll be like, oh, okay, that's all the money you have to sue us? Okay. Yeah, we'll tie yeah. you up for the next fucking... Right, we'll tie you up for 20 years. Yeah, the next three bro- dynasties that come through this country. Right, so realistically, the ball's in their fucking... Ball. Ball. The ball. The ball's in their court, man. Yeah. You know? So I think maybe Scotty Scheffler might recognize that a little bit also. Yeah, because um, he's probably looking at it as, like, you're number two. Like, we're one and two. Like we Like, we can be the tiger and the Rory, like we have the potential to take like they like he probably right. like, i would look at it as like your competitors like you want to grow this shit you know like, you want to you want to play against the best like well, like what the fuck like i would look at you like what the fuck are you doing man like we got it fucking made right now can you see them being paired together on a fucking masters <sighs> you know what i mean like, they allow yeah i mean they you know it would be it would be right you yeah. know what i'm saying is 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 if he didn't go, right. number one and two being paired together on a Masters yeah. would be fucking ridiculous. People would tune in for that. But again, you know, um, not necessarily the PGA, but just golf in general drops the ball on a couple little things where they can make their 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 side of the game a little bit more spicy, and they don't. Yeah. But I will say this, and I want to kind of get off live after a little bit because I don't want this to be the fucking missing the live podcast. Yeah. But um, on our golf, the Reddit. Um, somebody actually attended the court hearing. No, they they attended the 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 live golf event in Bedminster. Okay, I think we might have touched on this a little bit last week, but they 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 attended the live golf event in Bedminster as a volunteer. Oh, I heard it was like a shit show, right? It's a fucking absolute mess. The guy was like, "Oh yeah, I volunteered at the live golf tournament." And they were like, wait a fucking second. Like, all the comments were like, I find it ridiculous that you volunteered. These people are absolute trillionaires. <laughs> right. And they can't pay their fucking help. Right. Like, oh, my God. Like, how did you not even pay attention to that? Basically, what it was was they let volunteers in. He's, the guy said that they let volunteers in that basically were just fans of golf. I and mean, they, to be fair... Like, you could go be a volunteer at, like, a golf tournament. Yeah, right. So they just kind of let you in as a volunteer. Yeah. And you're just a fan of golf, but if you need to do something, they'll fucking... Right, but being the live golf tournament that only plays X amount of events and right. things like that, you would expect them to have a staffing that's prepared for 
the music right. and the party and the shit show. It's not like it's not like you or I going and volunteering at the Shoprite LPGA, and they're like, okay, this is your rope. Nobody's allowed to go past it, right. go underneath it until the golfers walk by. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Like you know, it's not just holding up a fucking sign, man. And that's not a knock on the LPGA. Just making a, a local reference for people. <laughs> yeah, you've been. You've been. I so. have been. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it slaps. <laughs> but um, I mean the whole. So incidentally, we actually went to the course, the sister course or brother course, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Of the, uh, where the LPGA Classic is held. That's yeah. gonna be our, uh, course of the week. But, uh, yeah, so basically they're saying it was a fucking shit show, and they said everything was overpriced, um, nothing was what it actually seemed, you know, um, I think with one of the packages you get, like, champagne and all that stuff. Right. And they were like, you know, it's fucking basically, like, the closest thing to a well champagne. Andre. Yeah, like, it's like <laughs> dog shit. Yeah. Like, you know, and there was, like... It's fire festival. Yeah, they said maybe there was, like... 500 to 1,000 people there. That's fucking terrible. Painful. And tickets were ridiculously high. Yeah. So, I mean, but Bedminster itself is a beautiful golf course. Yeah. Um, but could you, that, their pro shop must fucking suck. I would, I, yeah. Not, not Bedminster, like Live Golf's pro shop's probably yeah, like, fucking What the terrible. fuck are they going to put on? Like, what are they going to put on? <laughs> There's a shirt that says Live. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would, I would be so apt if they did one that was just LIV, like Live, Laugh, Love. Like, I was just about to say that, that I would buy That one. I would wear. <laughs> I'd fucking buy one all day long. And somebody would just walk up to me and be like, hey, that's spelled wrong. Yeah. Like, fuck you. <laughs> no one would fucking know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's kind of what's going on. Um, we're going to follow this saga for a little while, I'm sure. Um, and there's always something to talk about. Typically, typically before every fucking Thursday night, <laughs> something pops off and we're like, oh, Shit. we can talk about that, bro. Yeah. You know, uh, but yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. But now now what I want to roll into, man, is 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 where we're at golf game wise. Um, and if you don't mind, I want to I want to fucking chat about this for a second. Let's do it. OK, so. um it it came out that Rory actually wanted to take a couple days. He off, took a couple yeah, weeks off. Rory took two weeks off, right. so he didn't play any golf. He didn't see the inside of the gym. And he didn't think that he ate a single vegetable. <laughs> right. So I mean, now I am in no way comparing myself to Rory. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so the what, blue collar man's Rory. Right. What really happens is is when we're out there every weekend. Realistically, the only time we can get out there is on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Most of the time it's on Sundays because most Saturdays we decide we need to work before we go play golf. Yeah. Or I do, at least. Um, and the last few Sundays have been very, very, very trying for... I, I, I'm going to say more so me than you, but definitely you too. It's just like we're in a fucking drought. It's humid. It's gross. Yeah, it's just disgusting out. It's... Not even necessarily a labor of love, per se. I mean, I just like being out there. I do, too. <laughs> I, so I really enjoy it, but let's put it this way. We had a 6.50 a.m. tea time uh, this weekend. Following our 5.45 from the week before. Following our 5.45. Also but, following a week of 90-plus degree temperature. <laughs> right. So we actually are, we are, our heat wave will break tomorrow. But what I'm what I'm at is is that we went there on Sunday and probably by seven thirty it was eighty five degrees. Yeah, and it was disgusting. By swamp ass, my whole pants were soaked. Right. By oh yeah. Also, side note, Nike dry fit golf pants, 
great in the fall and the spring. Do not wear them in the summer. They will not dry. They ever. don't dry. They look like they I literally look like poured water on myself, and I'm like, the I must. I John was probably more annoyed than anything with me. Like every hole being like, dude, they're not even drier than they were. Like I was water too on my yeah. front pocket. Why isn't it drying? He's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, well, you are pretty fucking wet. Yeah, though, get so. over it. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, it uh, we're we're kind of in the point now where um. I mentioned to you while golfing that I think that I'm going to take next week off, meaning yeah. meaning this weekend. Um, and you said, that's really not a bad idea. I got a christening or something to go to anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't think I'm going to touch a golf club this weekend. I think I'm going to go in the opposite direction and probably freaking, you know, screwed around on the quad for a little bit or something. I literally fully went over and serviced and adjusted every shock, every spring, every spoke on actually in a mines mountain bikes. <laughs> like yeah. we should probably go ride this weekend. Yeah, right. Like it's something different. We just got we gotta get away because to me honestly it started to feel like a little bit of a job. It's a grind. Yeah. It's a fucking right. grind. Right. It started to feel like a grind. Like every weekend we're going out there and playing and every weekend Oh man. Shit's either going really bad or not so bad. But yeah. um, but then it eventually goes back. <laughs> right. I mean, I I have a good time when I go. Maybe not in the moment, but I look back on it and I'm like, eh, I had a good time. Yeah. Where I think I'm going wrong for a while is that I have been trying to put too much into it, and I I don't mean that on like, oh, I'm I'm out there practicing, I'm doing this, but I'm thinking all of my surroundings are going to make me a better golfer. Right. I mean. Oh yeah, I got to try this ball because I'm I'm gonna hit it better. Where whereas I will say that Callaway Chrome Softs, that's a new ball. They're not they're not necessarily. I don't know yet. I'm gonna play that's them fair. again, but they have a fucking spin on them like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, they have a lot of spin on them. So I like them. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So uh, balls, clubs, bags. Like, sometimes that grind gets the, the, the watch that I have. Like, you know, I, I don't dislike the watch, but I found myself going, okay, testing the club and going, I really want because uh, to, to bounce off of what we said last week, what we were talking about, it was like one of them things where I was saying, like, I want to be able to start tracking my clubs by hand, right. you know, and, the, and doing it that way. I, I would, and I was getting on such a, uh, like, I was in a, in a mindset where I really wanted to make sure that this was tracking it right. And I would start to look down and like, I would start to just distract myself from everything, but my swing. And I'd right. be so anxious to just get the swing out that I'd fuck it up. Or like when your watch died and you're like, I don't fucking know. My, my watch isn't working. It's, right. it's almost, it's like, well, okay, like let's go back to our basics. Like, all right, where's the markers on the, like, obviously we had range finders, but it's, yeah. o- it's almost like, you start to rely, or not you per se, but people like, you know, we rely so much on range finders and having all yeah. the stats and stuff right in front of us. Where rather than like when we first started out, it's like, all right, let's just look at that and be like, yeah, that's probably a seven iron, you know? Yeah. Which like is almost better. Right. Well, you know, we got so used to me walking up to a hole where you walk. I didn't up even to pull out hole. my range. I haven't lost a range finder in a year. <laughs> <laughs> you walk up to a hole and you, and I just go, 170. Right. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, and I, so what I think I'm going to do is is I'm actually going to start tracking by hand. And I'm going to take the watch. I'm going to take the watch with me, but I'm going to send it to G, set it to GPS only. So it would still have the range finder on it. Right. 
But that's it. I agree with that. Yeah. I, I need to stop worrying so much about everything around me. Right. Is it counting my putting strokes right? Is it right. this? Uh, that's, it's, it's almost like another thing to get frustrated with. Right. It's another thing to think about. And, and, yeah. it, and I believe fully that it'll work better when I'm a better golfer. Right. You know what I mean? When, when my strikes are starting to matter. If I'm shanking one into the woods, it's not picking that up and it's not helping me. That's kind of why, because what happens is, is it works on your, your, your movement. You know, right. obviously it'll say, okay, uh, you just hit this ball 60 yards, whatever, and it landed on the green. So, you know, obviously you're going to be putting in a minute. Right. But it doesn't catch when I fucking flub a sand wedge five yards forward it just thinks that i'm still in the same spot right so now i have no feedback on that right like all it looks like is is that my 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 wedge shot plopped it up and onto the green 10 feet out whatever it was but it didn't recognize that it took three and i threw my club across the, <laughs> the course first went and picked it up and then you know did it again right so that's kind of uh something that isn't helping me with my game in general just because now i'm you know worrying about whether or not it's picking me up whether or not it's getting the right club down whether or not it's sinking properly blah 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 if i, I never really it, thought about that yeah. that that is something to definitely get fucking frustrated with right i found myself tinkering with it a lot over the last couple of weeks right and i don't want to do that yeah i'm going to use it but i need to i need to be a little bit more primitive with it until my game starts to get back on to where it was supposed to be or right. where i think it should be um, but yeah, it's starting, it started to feel like a little bit of a grind for us. It was, it was hot. It was gross. Um, you and I kind of just, we didn't, you, not as much you, but I regressed badly in the last couple of weeks and I wasn't happy with it at all. It's tough too. Cause like you're trying to figure things out. And when we first started playing and then I went and got a lesson, I didn't see improvement. <laughs> Like right. three fucking months. Now, granted, also not practicing at all. So I am just as much as fault for myself not progressing. Wasn't video videoing. I wasn't doing meaningful practice and stuff like that. But, like, my game went, like, fucking south quick. But right. I never would have been able to grow if I didn't go back to that. I would have stay I would have always stayed at the same, maybe gotten lucky a couple rounds. But there would never be improvement in the long haul. And, like, that's, I guess we kind of got to look at it as, like, the long haul. Right. That's what it started to feel like to me. It was like I got lucky a couple rounds. Right. And that was it. And I don't know if that's legit or if it's just. No, I think I whatever. think also, like, a lot of the mindset, like, we love town and country. It's a little bit of a trip for us. It's when we every time we've played there, the weather's been nice. It's, like, it's just good vibes. It's positive vibes. Yep. And it's just, like. Everything seems to click, and I think that you're right that, you know, it's not a very difficult course, you know, as far as the scoring numbers on it. But then, like, you come down to here, and you're on a more difficult course, and you start analyzing more, like, okay, like, this is longer, this bend is longer, this dog leg's longer, this fairway's more narrow. You know, I'm hitting a 233-yard par 3. What am I going to hit? And all those things, and then I feel like that, then it's like, oh, like, oh, my God, like, all these things seize up, and then other times they're just like, I fucking made it before, which also kind of goes back to what you were saying, keeping track of things 
manually and having it, it's almost like a reassurance that like, oh, yeah, like I fucking, you know, it's 233, but I'm also 50 feet up from the ground. So I can hit a four iron, which maybe I only hit 200 yards. But with that carry, I can hit 233 right. rather than stepping up to a par three and looking and being like, oh, my God, it's 233. This is the hardest hole in the course. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> Why are we here? And it's it's nice to go see these courses and play these courses. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But you're, you got to look at these courses for where your energy level or your, your experience level, your energy level, your experience level is going to allow you to be. Right. If you're going to play – Seaview Pines, for argument's sake, that's a, I mean, I would say that's a medium difficulty course. Yeah. Right? But it, you, you might shoot well. Right. You might shoot whatever, a 95 or whatever. I mean, like, you might go home feeling good about that. Right. But, like, you go to right across the street to Seaview Pines, which a lot CV of people, Bay. or Seaview Bay, which a lot of people don't take into account the difference in courses. And yeah. You might, you might shoot a fucking 116, 120 over there and just be like, I don't know. Last weekend was so much better, you know. But right. that's that's what I think. Why I think we don't like twisted dunes is because it's challenging just to be for for the, the sake, sake of, of being it. challenging. Yeah. But we're going just going like, oh, I want to go play some golf. Where where realistically, if we want to score well and we want to play to our handicap, we would go play our muni course, right? You know, or something like that. Yeah. Everybody everywhere else, we can't expect to score well because they're more difficult courses, right? You know, so. That's what I'm saying. Where I feel that I'm in having an issue is with my game in general and just keeping it straight. Right. Keeping it from shanking. And I don't know. I have a real problem right now with hosel rockets. I've never had that. No. So I don't know. I'm going to have to just, like I said, go back to basics and keep working out on the range and stuff. I went, I went twice this week. Um, once was like just it it got so fucking hot here for the longest time yeah that like it was just unbearable to go there and i i really i really like grass ranges yeah so you know i <laughs> it was just uh it was gross the one range that we had that's close to us which is green tree our municipal course after work at five o'clock the sun is pointing directly in your face yeah. when you're on the range <laughs> so it's like Dude, it's fucking 148 degrees. You know, I now bought these range balls, and I went. I went the first day, and the 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 guy at the counter was like, "You want a large bucket of balls?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "You're gonna you're gonna be soaking wet by the time you're done." Yeah. I'm like, "No, nah, I'll be fine, dude." I was fucking dying. Yeah, it was. I was dripping wet. So, you know, it was just it was just very hot this week. You know. Life gets in the way. I wanted to go three or four days, but yeah, I mean, summer's winding down. Yeah, it's, all of a sudden. Yeah, and like we're just beat. Like it's been a long, hot yeah. summer. Yep. So it, it, I feel like maybe it pays to take a break. You yeah. know, especially since we always thought we were gonna like it was gonna be a spring, summer, fall thing. Right. It's a it's a we year golf the year I golf fucking the day before. I, did I golf Christmas? No, was it the day before? No, or I think you might have actually. You golf Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Yep, you golfed on Thanksgiving. But point being is that like there's certain things that we're not doing. Then again, like we're not necessarily beach people and stuff like that. Yeah. But like there's other things that like we could go and enjoy in life. Like we're not making golf necessarily a hobby, but for the amount that we're playing, we're also not putting in 
if we're playing every week and expecting to see like changes in our performance, but we're not practicing two, three days right. a week, working on swing, putting every day, whatever, we're not going to get that enjoyable. Whereas like if you go out once every other week and you're just hanging out with your friends and it's just going out for the sake of God, like, we're more invested in it. Um, but paired with the summer, our, our actual physical labor workloads and things like that. I mean, you worked on, I worked one day on your deck with you all day. And that was, you know, I, I really put in a half day and I was fucking dead. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. that, that's physical manual labor in a hundred degree heat. It's yeah, it's a, it's a grind. It's a, it's a big time grind, dude. It's a, it's a major grind. And I think we to get, thought, but to get better and to be where we want to be, it's it's just going to be a, it's going to be a consistent grind. Yeah, it's just going to always be practicing when we have free time, and that's 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 the gist of it at yeah. that point. You know, when I you go out to the range two or three times, maybe take a lesson, maybe do something in the off season and deal with it. I I, I don't really know, but real really we 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 don't have an off season. We no. we make our own fucking season. We're not pro golfers. Like I'm saying, off season, like you know. Right, we, we golfed Balmore in the middle of winter. So, right. it's true. We got. Yeah, like I, I am excited to do that again. <laughs> yeah, like in fucking January. Right, you know. So, I think the 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 lesson here is is don't beat yourself up too much about golf. I I, I texted you and I was like, I think I'm going to take some time off of golf. Like it's just not fun right now. Yeah, and I mean it. I I still mean that. Yeah, I got to I got to take it a little bit less seriously, but I also need to stop worrying about all my gadgets and this that and the other thing and just play the game like go out there and play the game i think that's really what i was trying to get across here was yeah. that there's, there's there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of gadgets and things that get the best was when you text me that you're like you don't seem concerned that i'm like no, I'm just trying to figure out what to say because, like, we got a golf podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I had, like, I had to, I have to take a little bit of time off, man. Like, I don't, like, I just, I just wasn't having fun. Yeah. You know, like, chasing my ball all over the woods was not fun. And it's not, for, not fun for me when you're not having fun. <laughs> it's not fun when I don't have fun. <laughs> so, yeah, but, I mean, I'm I'm sure I'm going to get back to it sooner or later. Or like, you know, Yeah, come Monday you're going to be like, all right, where are we going this weekend? Yeah, I mean, we got uh, a couple. Uh, we got a trip coming up. I'm like, right. yeah, we have a we have a we have a golf trip planned. And you're like, no, I'll be good by then. And yeah, I'll, and I was like, all right, good. Yeah, I'll be good by then. I wasn't sure if yeah. I was going to see your clubs in the dumpster because I was be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna put some work in on these things. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just like, I, I just need a break. Yeah, I just need some time off from it. You know, it just it, really like I'll, I'll stop saying this, but it felt like it was part of our daily chores. Right, like it's Sunday, we have to go do this. Let's go. Right, let's go golf. Let's go to Wawa. Let's grab a sandwich. Let's right, do... and those and are the it... things that we always enjoyed. And when it feels like too much of a, a, a not even a routine, but a job, then they, right. that loses its luster. Right. So well, you're like, where the fuck's my Wawa bag? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking no bag policy <laughs> bullshit. Um, but Paulie, let's let's hit up the factoid of the week, man. Yeah. So this is something that people. To be when you get paired up with people or you're a new golfer on the course, maybe playing with friends that have played before, pretty much all of our courses in the summer and everything are always busy. So, like, ready golf. And what ready golf can, like, very bluntly be put down to is, like, if you're ready and nobody else is ready, golf. Like, hit your right. ball or whatever. Um, so, 
Standard is if, you know, on the tee, the person who has the honors or whoever won the last hole gets to go first. If that person's like the guys we played with last week, they're fucking in their car. Like, we like three of us teed off and one guy's still sitting there. Be up there. Be ready to tee off. Like get your shit together. Um, you know, so you should always be prepared for that. You know, uh, on the fairway, if you're driving, you want to get to your ball. You know, if you if everyone is scattered to a point, um, you know, you and your your partner can kind of talk about like, all right, like, you know, I'm, you know, parking between you guys and you can walk out or, you know, if you're getting close to the green, grab your putter or, hey, when you hit your shot, you bring my putter up, drop that person off. And it's almost like a dance, you know, to get up there and, yeah. and kind of be ready. You know, we do a good job that like, listen, if you fucking hit your ball in the woods, either take your provisional off the front or just suck it up, take your drop, count it as a penalty. You're not fucking breaking the course record at that point. So, you know, technically you're supposed to, if you hit your ball in the woods and it's out of bounds or whatever and you drive up and you can't find it, technically you're supposed to go all the way back and tee it off again. Nobody's doing that. Nobody's Drop your ball, take the fucking stroke, take it, you know, take it as if you hit it in the water off the fairway in the roundabout area of where it entered and just keep on with your game. Dude, we'll do it all the time. We'll hit a ball like into the fairway and we'll be like, man, this is, we can't find it. fucking, fucking ball. lost. Like it's gone, you yeah. know. Just, just try. We know it. And then you see that, and then you see that asshole on the other. Well, where do we play? Um, was it Avalon? Yeah, it was fucking Avalon. Yeah. And I hit my ball, and I know it sliced over, and I'm like, I see the ball. I'm like, yeah, was that a Sirixen? The guy's like, I'm playing Sirixen too, and I'm like, does it have? I put all the same ba- Sharpie Berry on there. I'm like, does it have two red dots on it? And he just kind of looked at me. His eyes lit up, and he's like, no. And I'm like, oh yeah, you fucking asshole. <laughs> it's my fault that I fucking sliced it over there, but fuck you for right. taking my ball. But it is what it is. Just right. like you take the penalty stroke and just fucking move on. Like no one's breaking course records unless you're playing for money with your friends. Whatever. We're not those guys. You right. know, figure out that shit on your own time. But we got stuck behind toward people that play in these quote unquote men leagues for a fucking dollar a hole. And they're in the middle of our fucking hair fairway, which is technically out of bounds. And motherfuckers driving around in circles trying to find his golf yeah. ball, yeah. just fucking take your penalty stroke and go. Like which, it's, which really, we both use our judgment because when you're doing these drops and shit, if you're not counting them, that's on you. Because right. the, the only way, like if you're actually playing to play the game, the only way that you're going to lose is by cheating yourself. You 100%. Know what I mean? So you're just cheating yourself. Yeah, and like I said, technically you're supposed to go back to the tee box and tee off again if you hit it out of bounds. But for the sake of pace of play, drop your ball, take your penalty, like, I would never fucking grind your gears and be like, oh, you got to drive back up to the tee. You know what I mean? Like, that's no fun for anybody. Yeah, I'd be like, fuck you, Chances man. <laughs> are it's going to be fucking worse than the first one. Yeah. Like, like, who who's actually getting hurt here? You know? Like, it's right. one of those things. Right. So, but most of the tee times around us are every nine minutes. Yeah. Some of them are seven. Yep. So, you ain't got time to do that now. shit. So, no. so and, and point being is keep the pace of play. You never want to be those guys that hold up the people behind you. Um. You know, so then when you're on the green, you know, you want to survey and, like, you want to be checking out your putt and whatnot so that, you know, as soon, like, as soon as you get on the green, you want to start checking that shit out so that when it comes time to your turn. So rule of thumb is whoever's the furthest away from the ball goes first. But, like, if I chip out of a, if I chip out of a greenside bunker and those three guys are on the green, just start fucking putting. Right, just go, man. And if you're with people you don't know, like, communicate with them. Hey, man, you're good. Or, you know, and if you want, if you need extra time, like, hey, like, you know, why don't you go? You look like you're ready kind of deal and, and keep that open line of communication and it will go really well. Um, 
You know, you just kind of want to be ready at all times, which, you know, if you're having the fucking round of your life and you want to start reading greens and things like that, then you can discuss that with your car, with your the guys that you're playing with and things like right. that. But for most of us and most of, you know, our people, if you need that extra time, tell the guy, hey, listen, you go ahead. I want to, you know, I need yeah. a minute or whatever. We usually do automatic gimmies at two feet out, you know? Yeah. Like, if we're just playing with our friends and shit, we just do automatic gimmies at... Right, unless we're trying to like, unless we're playing well, and it's a point where it's like, hey, I yeah. can I can best my best score. I'm going to take every fucking shot. Right, right. But for the most part, yeah, we we don't typically we don't typically get mad at each other. I don't think we ever have gotten no. annoyed at each other when we've like, like I would get annoyed if you started giving me four footers. I'd be like, dude, I might miss that. You yeah. know, that's not helping me. I think we also trust each other to know, like, like you're like you're not picking up. And number one, yeah. like. We're we're compet you're competitive, competitive. I'm competitive with myself. But regardless, like I, I feel like we both trust each other's judgment enough to not be yeah. like, What are you doing, man? If you were just like, I'm just fucking done with this hole, I'm not gonna be like, Make sure you take your extra stroke you know, right. it's like it's whatever. Most two footers, the reason we say most two foot two most two footers aren't even like you can't fuck them up. Yeah, so like the rule of thumb with people is like if it's a club length away you know, you can take it. We both pay with 35-inch clubs. Like, we're we're realistically, that's three feet. Like, we're usually yeah. going to hit that three feet. Like, it's not right. going to. It's not going to. Unless we're already fucking out of the hole, we're just going to tack on whatever strokes and just fucking move on with it. Like, it's yeah. not. It's never a point where it's like, ha-ha, I beat you by whatever. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. I do want to touch on, though. Um, so, you like the, the or you played around with the chrome softs. I hate, hate my taste in golf balls right now. I know, dude. So I was, dude. I, it's not like I don't know fucking shit all about the balls, dude. Yeah, I really have no idea. But the name Srixen, fuck you. So I, uh, I, I was a big Bridgestone guy. The first time we went and played Avalon, a lady that I do work for gave me these Bridgestone balls, and I fucking loved them. And then like found out they stopped making them like five years ago. But I was hooked on the Bridgestone train for a while now. Actually, my golf spy who does all these ratings and rankings on balls and clubs, and they. You can go on their website and, and dive deep into that shit. Um, they actually rank Bridgestone at like a fifty like they're in like the the middle of the pack, like with how they're how the consistency is with their balls and stuff now. Weren't they weren't they uh designed to compete with Titleist? Yeah. Yeah. So the whole thing with Titleist, like so I eventually I made my way to the A V X. It's a lower spin, which I felt has helped with my drives. Um, but still a softer feel and a little bit of a lower flight path. But they're just as expensive as a Pro V1 or a Pro V1X. But I like them. The thing that I like about them is that the Titleist logo is the same on every single fucking ball. So, like, on one side, in the top right corner where I mark my ball, there's one medium spot and then one small. I flip it over on the other side, there's one large and there's one medium. Every single fucking ball is like that. I didn't even know that. It's that that's how their quality control is so fucking insane. That all of their shit is just perfect. And here we are disrespecting them by fucking blowing them into fucking lakes, rivers, and sand <laughs> So my golf spy did a thing and like the kind of cult following that the AVX has that it's it's such a premium price ball, but it doesn't it doesn't put on there that like, oh, it's you know, it's gonna be the next latest and greatest. It's gonna add your distance. It's the number one ball played on tour. It's just kinda like this is the AVX ball and they don't right. really do much with it. So like I said, a cult following so in reading on that, uh, my golf spy was like, the only people that have more of a fucking cult following of, than these AVX balls are these Srixen people. So I was like, ah, oh, shit. So I started reading about the Srixen. So I found the Q-Star XV, 
and it plays just like the AVX, but they have the, if you fucking bounce it off of a fucking railroad tie, it has the largest fucking mark on it. The logo is not consistent. Like, yeah. like the skin of it sucks compared to it. Like, you could fucking smack an AVX off of a tree two feet in front of you. Ball doesn't have a fucking mark on it. You hit the Cerexin on it, and it's like, man, your shit's fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I, but putting with them, they have a nice, they have a firm face, but then they're soft enough with your eye. Like, so, the compression on them is fucking awesome. But it pains me that it's like a silver Cerexin. When I buy them, yeah. it's fucking miserable. I'm just like you buy Cerexin. <laughs> I'm hoping that I have one just like fucking complete blow up, and then I'm just like, yep, done with them. And then I can go back to the fucking three boxes of AVXs I have sitting in my fucking <laughs> garage right now. What's your what's your what's your haps on on like Chrome Softs? So the Chrome Softs, um, the ones that you have are like the the tour model, and they're ranked really high. The thing that they did say was surprising for a quote-unquote soft model ball is that, um, so compression, that's like, that's the big thing with a soft or a hard ball. Like if you have a faster swing, then you can compress a hard ball fairly well, which will then give you overall improved distance. And the Chrome Softs are actually a harder ball than what would be considered in most brands soft. So that was oh. kind of like a fun fact, but like you have a good compression you have a good swing speed, so it works for you. Yeah. And and that little bit, like the AVXs are relatively soft, and they have like that that spin control and that feel for it is like around the greens can make a huge difference. Like some people say, like ah, you know, like if you're, you know, if you're shooting, like the number is like forty five percent of golfers can shoot under a hundred. But if you do have a good like, but and then people are like ah, if you spend fifty bucks on a dozen balls, you're fucking stupid. And maybe it is mental or whatever, but, like, I can personally say that, like, I know the difference that when I hit the Bridgestone E7s, the E7 Pluses, compared to the E7s I had before, I'm like, this is a different ball. And then I look it up, and it was right. So I feel like we're at a point in our game where those things actually do make a difference that you can notice certain things. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I agree with that. I I like to play balls with, uh, like a higher spin to them is what it feels like to me. Yeah. Because I think that's what I have a lot of trouble with. Were you playing the TP5s or the TP5Xs? X. So, yeah, so like the, the TP5X is the equivalent of the Pro V1X where it gives you a lower... It's made for golfers that have a tendency to hit higher, um, and it's a pretty firm fucking ball. So, yeah. like, probably like the TP5 maybe would have been a better fit than the TP5X. Dude, I'm going to be real with you. Like, I fucking bought golf balls because I thought that, like, I knew that there was a quality, and I know there's a four-layer, three-layer, two-layer, one-layer, whatever. Yeah. I know that there's a certain quality to them, but, like, the, the, the amount of research that I would need to put into a ball to find out if it's going to be suitable for me yeah. is a lot. Yeah, like, <laughs> Bridgestone has a ball selector. Um Titleist has one too, which I was happy when it said, "Oh, you should play a Pro V1." Which they tell everyone they should play a Pro V1 because why wouldn't they? It's the number one selling ball. Like they want to yeah, keep it that way. Yeah, and it was like it was like, right. It was like, or you should play the AVX. I'm like, all right, bet. And Bridgestone maxed me up with the Tour BXS, which I was what I was playing before, so that was kind of cool. But it's also like you can also lie to yourself and say like, "Oh yeah, like this is what I want," or this like this is the part of my game that I want to. Improve that I want to be better 
So if I buy this ball, it's going to do that. Whereas it's like more so like you were saying, like I know like with putting, if the ball's too soft and you have a soft club, yeah. I don't like that. But I don't I have, like that either. I think it's terrible. So I have a hard, you know, my, my Scotty's a fucking hard mallet face and the AVX is a little bit softer and the Srixon's a little bit is a, is a little bit harder than the AVX. That off the face of the mallet, which is super forgiving, is like the tits for me. But if I went and took um, my Odyssey that has a super soft face and I put an AVX off the face of that, it feels like a dud to me in my hands. Like, yeah. So, like, you can feel those differences. So, I'm looking at Callaway right now. I didn't even know that there was a fucking ball selector. Yeah. Like, like it, there's an, like, I guess every single one of them have some sort of, like, find your new golf ball. Try our selector tool. Right. Like you, like they're gonna just tell you pretty much every time, like, "Hey, buy our expensive one, right?" Like that's what they should do. <laughs> yeah, like uh, so some of the stuff, like I started messing around with it, like and put, like, okay, what if I uh, swung slower? And then the Bridgestone was like, okay, you should play um, this model of it, which is like the downgraded model of the Tour BXS. It was like you should play the RXS, but it's still the same fucking price. Like it's still, you know, it's still fifty bucks a dozen. Right, right. I'm those those tailor made tour responses are the number two highest ranked ball on my golf spy besides like I think it was the two thousand and nineteen Pro V one. Oh no shit. Yeah, those those tour responses are through the fucking roof. Why do you think wait, why do you think the fucking two thousand nineteen of all I haven't read into it, but apparently that was like the and surprisingly like the two thousand twenty one like Wilson Tour staff ball is like number four. Really? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, they do a lot of factors, like, consistent, like, most of it is, like, the reason Bridgestone did bad was, like, one ball out of a dozen was considered bad. And that's, like, a huge fucking problem when you only have 12. Like, that's a pretty high amount. So they go real deep into the consistency of that. Um, The dimple patterns, can you see a seam on the ball from the coating? So any of those little minor defects, they go, like, fucking balls deep. And then they break it down that way. Not necessarily overall performance hitting the ball, but more so like the quality, the consistency, the what you, what are you getting for what you're spending and what what should you expect from that ball if you buy it this year. No shit. Yeah. I, didn't, like, I didn't think they put that much R&D into balls, but I guess they did. I just finished this fucking selector. Yeah. Callaway Chrome Sauce. There you go. Yeah. I, I picked I wanted a uh, harder feel. Right. Um, I wanted a straighter yeah. driver and uh, a little bit more distance. And they said, yeah, fucking Callaway Chrome Sauce, there bro. There you go. Yeah. And I was honest in all my questions. Yeah. Okay. I didn't I didn't say. <laughs> I didn't bullshit. Uh, but speaking of Callaway Chrome Sauce, I used Callaway Chrome Sauce at, at the course this weekend. All right. So CV Marriott, <laughs> fuck y'all's website, man. Like, it's like I, when I do these, when I when I usually like I we are like I think it's probably common I was like I usually do the research on the courses and just throw that shit in there. Do you? I didn't notice. <laughs> and uh yeah, I couldn't like on their website, even fucking Green Tree like says like okay, this was the person that designed it. This is the year it was made. I'm moving all over the place because <laughs> I had four we had four I had four high noons today. So now I'm in a napping <laughs> position. This is fucking wonderful, but keep going. Yeah, this so I, I couldn't find shit on the fucking Pines or the Bay Course. It's um, fucked up. It, it is. Their website, their website is kind of bullshit. Yeah. yeah but, but you know what, dude? They're a fucking hotel. 
So like, so this is where so CV Marriott uh, has the Pines and the Bay course. We play the Pines. Um, it's in Galloway, New Jersey. It is a public course. So it's part of Troon Golf, which is like a golf management company that owns a bunch of these courses, kind of like the Dormy Network. So okay. like they own. So like when they give us like the tees and pencils, they say Troon Golf. So like Troon Golf sponsors like Justin Thomas, Bubba Watson, Matthew Fitzpatrick. Um, but yeah, so that's like the network. Okay. So they have a ton of courses. So like CV Marriott's just like, you know, that's where it is. That's what it's attached to. But it's it's, it's not actually CV Marriott. Right. It's it's Troon Golf owns those. That you makes know, sense. All that like their carts say Troon on them and shit like that. Right. It's not. They're not course specific. Right. Right. That makes sense. Um, this motherfucking course is sixty seven hundred yards though. It's yep. a it's a pretty long one for what actually, we play. Yeah, it's a par seventy two point one. Yeah, I don't. Fun you know fact. what? Again, that that type of shit is a little <laughs> bit fucking is a little bit fucking pretentious. You ask me. Yeah. Okay. But no, their pro shops one of the better ones. Pro shop slaps. They carry a wide range of stuff. Sometimes you can find Footjoy golf shoes hundred and fifty bucks off. Dude, they had yeah, that's true. And they had uh, they had Jordans in there. Um, they had a lot of uh, uh, proud ninety. Yeah, I think they which, like, nobody has. Like, they carry, like, your Peter Millar, your Foot Joy. Like, they do a good job with those brands. Yeah, yeah. Um, some of their stuff is a little bit more modern, too, which mm-hmm. which is rare. Hat selection slaps. Fuck so many next hats. Belt. Like, a bunch yeah. of next belt. Um, and I bought a putter cover. Yeah, sweet a- one. And it's a leather. It's magnetic. And it was 50 fucking bucks. That's so cheap. Yeah, it was like forty five bucks yeah. or something like that. It was great. Maybe she rung that shit up wrong. I don't, dude. Don't that's fucking ins- for a leather putter cover. Yeah, that, with that, a magnet. That, that's, yeah, we are with the magnet and a good quality. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And re- before we go any further, man, shouts out to you, okay? Why? Because I said I was going to start taking notes on the course and and things of that nature. I was going to start. Which doing you told that. me I'm going to put this in your hands. You put it. You gave me that baby. <laughs> yeah, because you're you're a habitual note taker. Yeah, I am, but um, I told you I was going to start doing it by hand because I, 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 it would probably be a little bit better of an experience in that I would have a little bit more knowledge and I could write down the on the notes right. things that I think might matter to that. Um, and you actually grabbed me um scorecard holder, yeah, a scorecard holder. From uh, I, it's Bluegrass Fairways, right? Yeah, so Bluegrass Fairways, they're awesome on Instagram, um, on their website. You can get all other goods they got for your birthday. That's where I got your valuables. Yeah. You linked that in an earlier episode. Yeah. All their leather good is such good quality. It's at a really good affordable it's price. It's legit leather, too. Yeah, like it's all, and it's like, and it's a blue, like it's everything that they, that they put out is really good quality. And, I mean, you can get fucking scorecard holders yardage book holders you can get them with like made from baseball leather they'll customize yeah. stuff like they're just they're good folks and their shipping is so fucking fast. and you and you know me better than been a, than a lot of people do i can tell you that because this is probably the one that i definitely would have picked out i thought the blue was cool like you don't yeah. usually wear too much blue and you're you're usually a very colorful person. I'm a gray guy, right? But I, but but the person. blue looks good. It just was it, it. When I saw, it, I was like, "This is classy." And I feel like brown, just a flat brown, would probably be like a little too lame for you. You know, like it's in your very style. Adult. This is like very young. Adult. Yeah, young professional. So like, so for you people, like, there's two different, but two main kind of books. There's a scorecard holder, and then there is a yardage book. Yardage book traditionally uh, has a binding at the top. 
scorecard has the binding on the side. What I liked about this one is, um, and there's all different kinds. So like if there's certain kinds you like in regards to scorecard holders, like do some fucking research before you find, buy one. But this one's nice because it has an elastic in the middle, but then it has corner tabs on all four. So with the elastic, you can put, uh, we got that got John these little field notes books. You can elastic that to one side, and it still allows you to fold your scorecard in half and put it in the other. Another thing that people could do if you want to save time on the course, like if you're walking and you don't have a provision to put a scorecard on your cart or you're carrying your bag, scorecard holders and yardage books are like a fucking must. Um, but with this too, like if, if you're trying to like move along fast with your golf game, a lot of people just put a scorecard in their pocket. If you're like me, that shit would have been soaked by the fifth hole. So you can, <laughs> you know, you can do that too and fill out your score while you're standing there on the green waiting for everybody else. So you just get in the cart and fucking go. All the color would have bled into the ass cheeks of your shorts. <laughs> My shorts would have gone from fucking space gray to navy blue. Dude, fucking crazy, man. Yeah. You, yeah. So, um, yeah, man, I appreciate that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, uh, going back to Marriott, about um, 114 round, 114 bucks we yeah, paid. You are not paying less than 100. It was actually almost 150, man. It was, was 147 it? around. Yeah, <sighs> you're not paying less than 120 bucks to go to this course. There's no fucking not during the summertime. No way. Yeah. Um, the Pines course, which is uh the big sister, um, that is like anywhere from 180 to 200 around. By the way, you by the CV way, CV Bay. What did I say? Pines. Yeah, I do it every time. It's all good. The Bay Course, yes, the Big Sister. And there, the cool thing would be like if you want, if you had the time, money, and energy, you could play. Like the Pines is a Parkland style. You could, and then the Bay is almost more like a Lynx. It's literally on the Bay, so you're getting those winds. It's a lot of, um, a lot of fescue. Thank you. A lot of fescue. Like no fucking trees. So you could potentially play two sweet courses back to back depending on how badly you want to hurt yourself. Or if you're, if you're from far away and you're traveling down here, they're great public courses to get on. I mean, they're they're probably two of the better ones in the area. Yeah. Um, but this is my personal favorite, and this fucking place is like, it's in the woods. There's there's no two bones about it, man. You're in the woods. In there, I said it's a freaking forest. <laughs> yeah, it's a freaking forest. It there, really is. I love their par threes because there's so much shit going on that like if you don't hit a good shot... You, oh, fuck yeah. Like, it's almost it's almost more fun. I mean, it's not as satisfying, but, like, it's almost more fun to, like... Like, there was one where, like, I fucking shanked the ball, and I was on a goofy angle, and I, like, fucking swung with no follow-through and, like, popped it right on the green. Like, that was fun to me. Yeah. I made a fucking, like, bogey or double bogey, but still, like, it's, it's definitely more challenging than just a flat par three where it's, like, you're 175 yards out. All you got to do is get loft and get it to stick. This is, like, no motherfucker, like... It's 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 a it, it's a fucking met. You have to play the course, or the course will play you. Yes, this is a difficult course. Um, it's not a difficult course. It's a it's a it's a medium difficulty course. It's a it's still high handicap course, but it's not easy. Yeah, this is a challenger. Um, don't they have like a two hundred and twenty yard par three on this? I yeah, can't, yeah. It was two twenty. Yeah, it's that's that's rude. It's it's, it's probably five <laughs> yards from being a par four, honestly. And it's two twenty from the fucking white. Yeah, it's two twenty <laughs> from the whites. Yeah. yeah, it's a par three, two twenty, two thirty, two forty from the blues. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, it's a it's a blast. I like this course a lot. Um, the only thing I noticed, dude, is their fucking car pass are getting a little shoddy. Yeah, it's weird. So last year when we played, so we played the Pines in the winter as well, 
and they normally close the pines because of the leaves and all that shit and yeah. keep the bay open because that's their LPGA classic ShopRite stop. Um, but this year they redid like all the bunkers on the bay course and whatnot. Yeah, they need some maintenance on the pine course, like badly. Like, but I, I think they're going to do it this year. I, I think they need to. But like, it also doesn't really seem like they got too many people working there. Like for a course that size with like some prestige to it and whatnot, the fact that there is no starter, which like I'm fine with, but like there's no starter and there's no ranger out there at all. Yeah, you know what, dude? That's I didn't weird. Even realize that? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I've never seen a ranger on that course. We've never had. We've played there what three, four times. We've never had four times. No, five. Played there five times. I mean, I could have played there a hundred and but, still. But be still, happy. like we've never seen a starter. Yeah, and we've never seen a ranger. Do you remember though the last time we played? Not this time. The last time we played, there were two kids that like. So you you kind of play through, like the back of a development, right? The back of a of a housing development, but you wouldn't even know it was there. That type of thing, like you're, it's not it's not prominent. It's not like Avalon where you're playing through one. Um, yeah, like the trees block it and everything. Right, the trees block it, all that shit. So uh, we we were out there on like the fucking. I don't remember. It was like the 11th fairway or whatever, and these two kids just came walking onto the course, and they're like they're throwing shit, screaming, screaming, like yeah, and, and like they were like 10 year old kids. But like, I remember, I remember, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm calling the fucking," you know, because it was the off season. It was like fucking raining. We probably paid like 120 bucks. I had to buy a pair of fucking golf shoes because I didn't oh, have shoes. It, Connor showed Sea Dog showed up like 10 minutes late because he forgot to wake up. It, like that it happens. was, it was a clusterfuck of a morning, and we had a fucking twosome up our ass the entire time. I will say this too: um, this course, you should get there early. Yeah, you know, you almost have to, right? Because I will tell you that it's it's on a resort, like it's uh like a like a you know a destination for weddings. Like they, there's, you know, they have a big, they have a large hotel with the rooms have character to them. Um, they cater to weddings, you know, that it's, it's a marriage, you know, it's, it's, it's a full on venue, you know, they do not have enough parking, right? So if you have a wedding the night before, there's no parking and you got to like walk it. We parked in the employee, we bag dropped and parked in the employee yeah. lot, which is a, probably a solid 200 yards away. Right. So yeah. like, that's like a 10 minute walk, you know, or not 10 minutes, but like, once you get, you know, get ready in the parking lot from the time you drop off your bags till you get back is 10, 15 minutes. Right. And the first tee, the first tee is a quarter mile. Right. From 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 the clubhouse. Right. And they don't give you any of those. Like, I mean, luckily, we know where to go and I've done work there. So I knew where to go the first time. Besides that, it's like, all right. Yeah. Exactly. Like we left like, like we left almost like 10 minutes after our fucking tea time. It was like, no, no one was like, all right, guys or anything. It was just kind of like, all right, see you. Yeah. So. It was uh it, this time it was a little bit different because there were just you could tell there was just a wedding there the night before. Yeah. Everybody and their mother stayed at the hotel um and as we were as we were coming back in people were starting to trickle out. Yeah. You know, it was like it was getting close to the checkout time. Yeah. And it was starting to get busier so some haggard people walking out. Oh there. yeah, like everybody <laughs> looked like me right now. Like I kind of <laughs> have a little bit of a hangover from stopping drinking, but like, you know, I'm just chilling <laughs> on this couch. Like that's kind of how they look. They're just like I can't wait to get into the fucking passenger seat of this vehicle right, right now and just pass out. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'll never forget, man. One time, I, this has nothing to do with golf, by the way. I'm just um I'm here for it. Yeah, we were. I was with. Uh, I was with our buddy Gennaro. 
and uh, we were on a job, and I believe it was uh, South Carolina, Southern Charm. Where is that fucking show? You know what I'm talking about? Like, not Savannah, fucking uh, Charleston. Charleston. Charleston, right? So we were in Charleston, and we were just fucking hammered, right? And we were up, and we had to go. <laughs> so we had to drive from Charleston to, if I'm not mistaken, Green Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> It's probably like what a day. It was like f- like a twelve, fourteen hour drive. We had to drive from Charleston to Green Bay, Wisconsin, and I thought it would be a good idea to go out and get absolutely fucking tanked. Right, the well, night e- before. easy drive tomorrow. <laughs> I went to bed halfway across the country. I went to bed at fucking five in the morning, and they woke me up at six thirty to go. <laughs> So I'm getting in the car still fucking drunk. Right. Still absolutely pissed drunk. And the only thing I could say was, so they gave us like a, a not the crew cab, but like the, uh, like, I guess it's the, no, not the crew the cab. The extended cab. The extended cab. That's got like the three-quarter door. Yeah. You know? So um, Gennaro's in the back seat, and uh, Scott was driving at the time. This guy, Scott, was driving at the time. Um, and... All I could say to Gennaro, I just said, Gennaro, you're going to have to sit behind Scott. And he was like, why is that? I was like, because I'm going to put my seat as far the fuck back as it can go. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm going back to sleep. And I slept for, dude, I slept as hard as I've ever slept in a car. I feel like I would have been puking everywhere. It was horrible. Like, it sucked. Yeah. Like, when I woke up, I felt terrible. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> That, I don't know why, but that reminded me of the Seaview Pines experience right there. I just like, like I, for some reason, we were driving back through it, and I was like, I know what these people are going through. They're going to put their seat back. Right. You know, they're going to pass out. But, uh, yeah, um, all in all, man, I love that course. Yeah, it is a great course. Did You got something from the pro shop, right? I got, I, got, I got a hat. I got Ashley a hat. I'm a good husband. Right. And then I got a golf towel. I lost, like, two golf towels. I have no idea. The fuck they are. They're probably actually probably washing them, but so they shrunk away to nothing. <laughs> They're gone with your socks. I will because I I've twice I've forgotten fucking towels when I. So don't be this guy, my boy Keener. On Saturday, this is rude. Saturday, he's been bugging me to play golf, and I'm working pretty much every Saturday. Yep. You and sure have. so I was like, whether it's with you or I'm hungover, and then I go and work with you in the afternoon. But I've been busy. And we've been grinding every fucking Sunday, so it's like I don't really want to fucking like. I'd rather go and work and make money or or do something constructive, yeah, um, rather than just spending it two days in a row. So I drove. I left my house at <laughs> seven o'clock yep. for eight o'clock tea time. I get all the way down there, go check in. It's a little par three, nine hole, but it's like a mom and pop place. My grandmother owns a mom and pop place, so I love it. it has a special place in my heart. So Keener, mom and pop to the point where the uh, pro shop slash <laughs> check in slash starter is a like a old ass lady, like a double wide. Oh like yeah, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. So um, I go and the late there's a, a lady there and she's checking people in and, and she's real nice. So, oh, you know, you were here for us. I'm a you know Chris Keener. She's like, oh, you have four, and I'm like, yep. Keener put in for four people so that we didn't have to play with anybody else, but it's just. <laughs> to a that's so fucked up it is because it was still 48 hours around which i mean we could have for 20 bucks more i could have played green tree and, and gotten 18 in 
um, and not have driven as far. Yep. But I'm like, all right, like whatever. Like it's just it is what it is at this point. So I go, I check in, I come out. There's more people keep showing up in the parking lot. Are those guys with you? Are those guys with you? I'm like, yeah. I only know Chris. I don't know any. I don't know the other guys. Blah blah blah. So now I'm feeling like a piece of shit. So it's like 8:20, and the lady's like, I don't think they're showing up. Chris's phone's off. You know, text message are going green. He's an Oof. iPhone guy. So I'm like, can I just go by myself? And she's like, oh, I'll just go ask for a refund. I'm like, no, that is the last thing I'm going to do. Like, you guys just lost $160. The last yeah. thing I'm going to do is keep my 40 I went in, and I'm like, I am so sorry. Uh, you know, I-, I can leave. You can keep the money. Like, I know what this is like. Like, this is terrible, blah, blah, blah. This lady was like, this is not your fault. She was so nice. And it's like, I know, but I'm a party, too. Like, yeah. so it's like, it, it is what it is. She pulls out this fucking clipboard off this wall. Now, mind you, it's like the desk that you check in out. They give you a free divot tool because they ask you to replace, fix your divots, which nobody does besides me on that course. And, like, hot dogs were making right behind her. And she pulls out this clipboard. And she just goes, this is the third time in a row that he's done this. And I'm like, I, I'm really sorry. And she's like, it's fine. Next time he books a tea time, we're just going to cancel it. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm probably not going to fucking show up anyway. Yeah. Did you tell him that? <coughs> I did. I said, the old lady in the pro shop man's fucking pissed at you. And he's like, she's an she's an angry bitch or something. I was she's like, angry. Something like that. Yeah. I'm like, I would be too. He didn't act, like He was just like, sorry, bro. I was just about to text you. It was 5 o'clock at night, and I texted him again because you were like. 5 p.m. I thought he was dead. That, yeah, and I'm like, the more I thought, I was like, you know, I, I probably fucking should, you know. Right, like, why not? And he's like, sorry, bro went out with my buddies last night, left my, my guy's uh, phone in the guy's car, uh, left my phone in there and overslept. Not like, yeah. sorry, man, like, how did it go? Did you play? Like, it wasn't anything like that. It was just like, ah, you know, you you texted me again, so I guess I got to answer you. Meanwhile, sorry, I, up. I got stuck in between two foursomes, and every like the foursome in front of me were really nice. Be like, do you want to play through? I'm like, there's nowhere else for me to fucking go. There's a foursome right. in front of you. Right. Like, I appreciate it, but... It was fuck. I mean, I ended up. I shot like a forty-four, but it's a super easy course. But like, yeah. at the same time, too, like I'm just sitting there, I'm sweating, I'm waiting, this and that. So like, if you make a time with your buddy, and and you have any kind of inkling that you're not going to be able to make it the next morning, shoot him a text. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Like. Give yeah. him at least an hour heads up. You're not going to fucking make it. Right, exactly. Don't be that guy. Pace of play. Dude, absolutely. <laughs> but we'll go We'll we'll go back to We'll go back there. We'll play there. I'll yeah. Play there. Yeah, it's fun. We should take the wives. Yeah, take the wives. We'll take Ashley there on Sunday. Let's take the wives. Yeah, let's take the wives. Take the wives, the wives there. Yeah. We're doing good. We're doing <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so CV Marriott's the shit. Um, don't fucking... Don't fucking bail on a tea time because that's rude. People are gonna have to pay for that shit. Um, yeah. What, what else you can you today? can bail if you fucking pay ahead of time, not if you don't. Oh, that's true. If you, if you don't pay ahead of time, you're an asshole. Yeah, that's true. But um, yeah, I mean, I think we covered it all, man. What I, do you think? I think this is a good pod. I think we did great. I think you did really good. No, you your, did. Your tip of the week slapped. Um, so here we go, guys. We're gonna do this part now. All right. We're on. We're on all the. We're on all the platforms. Okay. All of them. Like MySpace. us. Subscribe. Um, share with your friends. Do that. Fuck yeah. We're on in Instagram under uh, at Missing the Fairways, and Twitter at Fairways Pod. Did we get that one follower yet? Yeah, it's me. God, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna follow you now too. Um, 
I've always, been trying to find your Twitter account for like three years now, and I've, I only, and I've only known you for two. I don't even know what it is <laughs> at this point. I go on there from time to time. Do you? Yeah, from oh, time yeah. to time, yeah. Um, and then, uh, like I said, Fitter, tw- Fitter you're going to hit us up on that new social media. It's called Fitter. It's Elon Fitter. Musk's version of Twitter. <laughs> um, it's at Fairways Pod. And then uh, f- feel free to email us with anything, man. Come on. Uh, at missing the fairways at yahoo.com. All I got in there is fucking hair loss pills and uh, penis <laughs> extension pills. I don't know how they know me so well, but yeah. Um, yeah. But so, you know, let's 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 share this vibe, guys. Let's keep going forward with this with with the fun. Um, you got anything you want to say, Paulie? No, man. I think we're pretty good to go. Well, then, guys, ladies, gentlemen, members of the court. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Thank you all for listening to episode 13. Y'all have a good week. See ya. See ya. Bye, Paul. Bye. Now, how do you think, son? I keep playing. I don't think the heavy stuff's going to come down for quite a while.